this week's episode of The Bachelor. So we're on week two of Clayton's season. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not underwhelmed. I'm not overwhelmed. I'm adequately whelmed. Is that a word, a phrase that we can use? First of all, my true apologies for this being late. I was in the hospital. I'm fine now, though. Thank you for asking. Let's get to the episode because we've wasted a few days on this. And I have a lot to say and a little bit of time to say it. So this week's episode marks the first group to return to the Bachelor Mansion since the coronavirus pandemic. So this is the first group of girls from the Bachelor to be in the mansion since Peter Weber's season. So that's a really long time, like all the way back from Pilot Pete. I think Pilot Pete aired in 2019, 2020. I really can't remember now, guys. I'm kind of spotty but it's been that long. So the intro to the episode is really dramatic. Clayton talks. Clayton is super, super bland, guys. Super bland. He's like unseasoned chicken to me. That's how bland he is. But he's good looking. He's tall. Let's see if, not him, but let's see if something comes out of him, like some charisma. I don't see it yet. I'm I'm not concerned though. The girls are entertaining enough. Okay. So Jesse Palmer comes, introduces himself to the girls, and they basically ask him if he's happily married, and he says yes. I want to note that number one, Jesse Palmer has had to have some Botox in his face by the way it looks. And number two, Jesse Palmer is happily married, yes, but not to the woman that he picked when he was The Bachelor. So I think he needs to clarify that. But he has more personality than Clayton. I wish we saw a bit more of him. I quite like Jesse Palmer as the host. I'm not bothered by it. I want him to stay. It's going well so far. So from the top of the balcony, the girls go and they shout out Clayton's name. And I'm like, guys, chill. He's not all that. This is not exciting. But apparently it's something that the producers make you do. So I'm not shocked about it at all now that I see it. So I want to say something. Because I mentioned at the beginning of this that Clayton's super bland. I'm so sick and tired of tall men being treated as God's favorite. I'm going to talk about this for a minute. I feel like the minute that you hit six foot, right? I feel that men get this ego to them. And I think the thing is, being six foot as a man is the equivalent to being like thin and fit and accomplished as a woman. I feel like that's the same thing. I feel like being six foot as a man is the equivalent to your body snapping back after having a few kids without plastic surgery. I feel like that's what it is. I feel like it's this like holy golden grail. And I feel like because women, you know, idolize this height as like the ultimate attribute in terms of attractiveness for men, they don't have to have any charisma, any true intellect, any true, like anything going from them. They just have to be tall. They don't, they don't even have to be cute. They just have to be tall. And, you know, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of bland, unseasoned chicken men like Clayton 
on my screen just being idolized because they're tall. And that's my rant for the day. And I'm not saying all tall men are like unseasoned chicken. I'm not saying all tall men are not intellectual. I'm not saying that they're not all like that. What I'm saying is that they don't have to have anything else for them besides being tall a lot of the time. And I'm tired of it. Okay. It's like pretty privilege. It's pretty privilege for, for men. Okay. So the first group take card comes. And I forget the names of the girls, guys. I'm not going to know names really until the end of the season or like till we get more into the season. So please excuse me. I know the names I need to know, like of the perpetrators. That's all I need to know. So they basically go to this house and there's a whole bunch of kids there. First of all, I was like, why? Then I see Hillary Duff. And Hillary Duff doing the group day is iconic to me. First of all, did they ask her if she wanted to do it and she agreed to do it for free or did they pay her a lot of money to do it? Second thing I want to say, she looks so good for just having like a baby six months ago. She looks amazing, fantastic, her skin glowing, but then she had to go back to filming a TV show. So that's probably why she probably hit the gym. Her guns are loaded. Those arms, girl, Hillary, you go. Anyways, as I was saying so Cassidy basically sees Hillary Duff and she freaks out. She gets so excited. Now, I would be excited to see Hillary Duff, but not Cassidy psycho level 100 excited to see Hillary Duff. Okay. Clayton gives Hillary Duff a really good introduction. I thought that was like the spiciest thing he's done all season so far. So go Clayton. And Hillary coming to vouch for Clayton being a potentially good parent made me laugh out loud. I need to address something right now. Another thing, another point, another marker, moniker that I noticed throughout this entire season. There's so much focus on fix and fixation on Clayton being a father. And to me, it's so weird. Like, I understand, again, and I think I said this last episode, I understand that, you know, he wants a family, he wants to have kids. But to me, it's a red flag when a man who's like not 40, not 50 is like, I need to have kids like right now. Like, honey, your sperm is eternal. Like, you are fine. Like, I understand you're looking for a wife and you're looking for a partnership. But he talks about looking for a mother for his kids way more than he talks about looking for like a solid marriage. And to me, that's so red flaggy. I don't like it at all. But I digress. So the birthday party of this girl named Maya's dreams, that's what they have to plan. That's the theme of the date. And I think it's a cute date. They have some tasks to do to prepare, like building a dollhouse, baking a cake, decorating the area. And Cassidy, my girl, my home basically decides that she's not going to participate in preparing for this birthday party, which is the group date theme. Guys, I would have loved the script date. Side note, I would have loved it. Like, I basically can either choose to work with a partner, work independently on the activity for preparing for this birthday party. I would have been ecstatic. This is a great way for you to make friends in your in like your 30 women in the event that you're not going to get Clayton. Because remember, 29 of you are not going to get Clayton. So you might as well make friendships, right? Best way to do it. Best day for it. It's really like free time. Anyways. Cassidy basically takes Clayton by the hand and brings him to the pool and they start making out. I'm going to say something right now. Clayton is weak, but I understand that there's a rule that says like The Bachelor, if they're kissed, they can't really say no. They have to like allow themselves to be kissed. 
But what I'm going to say is Clayton could have kind of redirected Cassidy back to the activity. And he didn't try to do that at like at all in the episode. And I thought that was like a little bit weak of him. I thought that that was a little bit inappropriate of him in many ways. So I was not team Clayton for that. And in fact, I blame Clayton for that more than I blame Cassidy because I've just deduced that Cassidy's nuts. That's that. So the other girls get the party going, prepare everything. The kids come back and the kids look like they're having a blast. Cassidy's like, to one of the kids, I try to spend as little time around you little people as I can. Why would you say that to the kids? And the kids are calling her out. They're like, you don't like kids? And Cassie just starts ruining things, being rude to the kids, and acting insane. I'm going to be completely honest with you, though. I Cassie does give me, like, I don't like kids unless they're my kids vibes. You, don't, you know people like that? They're like, yeah, I love my kids, but I don't want to talk to any other kids. I don't even want to host a birthday party because I hate other kids. Like, that's the vibe that Cassie gives to me. I'll leave it at that. So she basically says that she'd rather talk to Hillary Duff. And she goes to talk to Hillary Duff. And Hilary Duff, you could tell by her face that she's judging her. And Hilary also thinks she's crazy. So I'm not the only one. That's basically that. Cassidy decides to be helpful, guys. And she goes and she gets the cake. And while she's singing happy birthday, Maya's cake, the girl's cake, drops. I'm going to say this right now. I believe somehow Cassidy was nudged or the cake fell otherwise I think Cassie had to be nudged. I think the entire cake drop was manufactured. And I don't think Cassie went with the intention just to drop the cake. I think she was instructed to do so. And it was done to paint her as the villain. I I think Cassie's crazy. I don't think she's crazy enough to do that on her own. And I think it's a lot of production behind it. Genevieve, who made the cake, was really distraught about it dropping and saying Cassie's trying to sabotage, which is 100% what Cassie's trying to do. But I don't believe that was the true intent of the cake drop. After the cake drop, Cassie's basically like to Clayton, let's go back to the pool and get cleaned off. And they go back to the pool and they make out again. And I'm so confused. Does Clayton not understand the concept of a group date? And once again, he did not redirect her back to the group and I kind of wrong him for that. They cut back to the girls at the home and or the bachelor mansion. Then they get the first one-on-one date envelope and the one-on-one date is for Susie, which I totally expected it to be Susie and I think Susie is going to be final too. That's my estimation. I have not read spoilers for the season yet so I don't know. That's my estimation. They go back to the group date they're on, the Hillary Duff birthday group date, and they're sitting around for the evening portion and Cassidy literally is crazy. So the girls are like upset that Cassie didn't pull her away at the birthday party. And Cassie basically says that she's not going to apologize for not hanging up enough streamers. I understand that part, but you're still rude. So Cassie thinks the group date roses for her and she's 100% going to get it. And then Cassie ends up in a staring competition with this other girl. I don't know her name. She basically has one more makeout with Clayton and she does end up with the group date Rose. Want to let you guys all know that. Um, I heard a comment basically saying that like Cassidy is kind of a copycat of Corinne from Nick's season. And I'm like, what do you guys want from villains? I don't know what you guys want from villains like anymore. I feel like 
Cassie is a good villain. Like, to me, Cassie's not harming you. She's just acting a little crazy and off-center and and eccentric. And I think that that's the kind of villain we want. So it's a Corinne-type villain. But sometimes when something's done already, you have to do it better or just replicate it. And I think that's what's hard with The Bachelor and having so many seasons. It's how many villains can you really have of quality? Anyway, let's head to our one-on-one date. So Susie and Clayton start their one-on-one date by flying in a helicopter and they fly past the bachelor mansion and the girls get really jealous. I forget the name of the girl who's the pilot, but she's basically like, I'm a pilot, so I should have been on that date. No, you shouldn't have, hunty. You should not have. Anyways, so they basically take this helicopter flight to a yacht where they get into a hot tub, typical, and at the end of the day... Basically, Susie tells Clayton about her dad dying from organ failure and what that was like. And Clayton basically is appreciative of her for, you know, talking about how she turned something negative into something positive for her. Guys, do you know Clayton said appreciative instead of appreciative? I appreciate instead of appreciate. Listen closely to when he tries to say appreciate. He can't say it. It's like not accessible to him as a word. Just listen to it. So then Susie and Clayton go and they do the typical private one-on-one date concert and he gives her the one-on-one date rose, which we expected. So the final group date card comes out and Jill, this girl, killed me. She starts crying because she didn't get an invite to the group date and she's like, I left my cat at home. Okay, your cat will still be there. Your cat's fine. Your cat's probably at PetSmart Pet Hotel living its best life. (laughs) Chill out. Chill out, chill. But honestly, I would freak out because I left my dog at home. But like, I'd also like, oh, no, you can't call. But I also trust my dogs in good care. You know what I mean? Anyways, so we learn here, or maybe it happened before and I missed it. But Cassie coached Shanae, who's now Shanae. Um, on how to win a group date rose. And that was totally not a good idea because Shanae takes what Cassie says and exaggerates it times one billion million. Okay. So they go on the group date ro- group date with Zwi Zwi. I don't know the girl's name. Z-I-W-E. They have a I have and I have not paddle, like a two-sided paddle. And they basically get asked questions and then you flip it side to side to say if you have or you have not. And it's supposed to like add up to see what red flags there are from the girls and Clayton. Personally, I also love this group date. I like this like gamey type group date. I would love to be on it. So the question that made me laugh the most was, have you ever faked an orgasm? And all the girls were like, I have. And Clayton's like, I have not. And this one girl's like, you have not. He's like, no, I have not. Why would I fake an orgasm? And I think it just really illustrated the orgasm gap between men and women. Like, it was just so fascinating to me, like, that that question was asked. And all these women are like, I have. And this man's like, I've obviously not. Anyways, so Shanae basically is like, I used to be Shanae, but now I'm more Shanae. And then Zui, I forget how you pronounce her name, is like, can you show me how to Nene? And she did. And it was disturbing. And I hope I never see it again. So basically, Shanae gets really competitive in trying to win this group date, Rose. And she pushes Elizabeth down to the ground. And this is where the episode gets spicy. So in my honest opinion, Shanae is a lot worse than Cassidy is. Cassidy's good villain, Shanae's really toxic, crazy villain. 
like, well, Cassie's crazy too, but like, you know, it's a good crazy while like Shanae is a negative crazy. We don't want that crazy in the, in the bachelor mansion. So Shanae basically sees Elizabeth having a good conversation with Clayton and she wants to make sure she wins. So Shanae goes to tell Clayton about Elizabeth's red flags. And these red flags include that Elizabeth does not include her in conversations and does not make eye contact with her while talking to her. So she feels excluded. I'm like, that's so stupid. Something else I noticed, guys, there's so many blondes on this group date, the second group date, so many blondes. Then she basically says in a cut screen that she's in a competition and she wants to win. We can tell, honey. Clayton goes to talk to Elizabeth. Elizabeth's totally confused about what Clayton's talking about and basically says that, like, Shanae pushed her down in the group date. Elizabeth then goes and talks to Shanae, and they have a really, like, hectic conversation, right? Like, Shanae is basically like, to Elizabeth, when you talk to me, like, you don't look at me or acknowledge me, and that gives me mean girl vibes. What I thought was nice is Elizabeth was kind of like, hey, I have issues with auditory inputs because I have ADHD, so it's not intentional. And it should have died at that. But being the cray-cray she is, Shanae goes and brings up Elizabeth's ADHD issues repeatedly for the remainder of the episode. And it was quite disturbing to the degree that she was bringing it up. And I've never wanted anyone to go home more than this. So she basically says to Shanae that she also has ADHD. Everyone has ADHD. ADHD, ADHD spends like... 300 minutes on this says this 1 billion times the even the girls feel that she is inappropriate for this and you can see Cassie starting to back off Shanae because she also realizes how toxic and rude it is at this point again the girls tell her to apologize because it's just not her place to like out the fact that Elizabeth has ADHD Anyways, Shanae continues being rude, doesn't apologize. Well no, she apologizes but she says but and when you say but in the apology, it's not even worth it to continue. It's not even an apology anymore. Anyways, so to end the episode off, Sierra goes to Clayton and tells Clayton that Cassie has a friends of benefits at home. And the cutscenes play to Cassie talking about her younger male friends of benefits at home, who's basically waiting for her to get back so they can watch the show together. And Sierra tells Clayton, Clayton basically goes to Jesse Palmer and he's like has anybody ever taken a rose back because you know Cassidy got the group date rose I should add that Sarah actually ended up with the group date rose on that date and the, the Sierra telling Clayton about Cassidy's boyfriend back home or hookup partner at home is right before the rose ceremony so I'm gonna be honest I have a feeling Shanene is gonna stay and I have a feeling Cassidy's gonna go but, and I really wanted Cassie to stay because I felt like she'd be a really good villain. Cassie believes she's going to stay and Clayton won't take her rose away because he likes her. But we don't know what's going to happen at this point. Anyways, overall, the episode was good because it had Hillary Dev. And I think we all loved that throwback to Lizzie McGuire. Cassidy and Shanae really took over the episode with their villainous selves. But it was really entertaining. Again, Clayton is boring. But the girls this season are very catty, very entertaining, very drama-filled. The stuff that we like, the stuff that TV dreams are made of, and the stuff that we come to The Bachelor for. 
I know I promised this last week, but I'm going to definitely try to be earlier this week. I really couldn't help it this week, but if you're tuning in late for the recap, I appreciate you. Thank you for listening, and we will touch base next week. Thank you.